Here's Papa is brought to you by Just Some Podcast Media. Dun, da, da, da. The views on this podcast are those solely of the host and do not represent the views or opinions of any other institution. <laughs> Welcome to Nurse Papa, a podcast from the heart and mind of a pediatric oncology nurse and father. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a story of parenthood, and hopefully, come out on the other side with a better understanding of what makes kids and their parents tick. At the conclusion of each episode, I'll tackle a parenting question from one of my loyal listeners in a segment I like to call, Dear Nurse Papa. Let's get started. Hey, do you know what day it is? Wednesday? No, sweetie. It's Sunday, and it's a very special Sunday. Pizza night? Well, yeah, but it's something else, too. It's Mother's Day! Oh, yay! What do we get for Mama? What? I thought you were getting her gift. Papa! Just kidding. I took care of it. Are you ready to hear a Mother's Day story? Yes, Papa, I can't wait. All right, let's go. Mother's Day. What would fathers do without mothers? I vividly remember the first really big fight that my wife and I had as a couple. Even if I don't recall the circumstances that started it. In its aftermath though, we were sitting as far away from each other as our compact couch allowed. My arms were crossed tightly over my chest. I remember feeling so vulnerable and angry at the same time. She was looking down at her feet. They were clad in a pair of cotton socks, adorned with designs of grinning dinosaurs. Not willing to meet her eyes, I stared at those socks too, wondering what in the world could make a T-Rex so happy. (laughs) Then, I met her tearful glance and began to wonder what in the world could make the woman I adored so sad. Me. You need to kiss me when I'm sad like this. She then told me. (sighs) What if it's me who's making you so sad? I mumbled back. In that case, kiss me even more. (laughs) She laughed. With that witty retort, the ice in my heart melted. I remembered that this woman loved me, even if she didn't always agree with me. That she always wanted the best for me, even if she did not always quite know what that was. That she was funny, smart, and compassionate. I crossed the continent of the couch between us and kissed her lightly on the cheek. Our fight was suddenly over. And the way the woman who'd one day become my wife and also the mother of my children resolved it provided a roadmap for how we might get through many future moments of relationship strife. We did not have kids then. We were happily unaware of how the stresses of early parenthood would often cause discord in our future relationship. We were only just beginning to understand how we might navigate all the hard times that are part of loving another person. Ever since that fateful moment on the couch, so many years ago, my wife has taught me many important lessons about how to be a better human. When we finally had kids, 
This wisdom also helped me to become a better father. Thank you very much. It's a shame, though, that our society so often downplays the contribution of all our awesome moms, while at the same time upplaying the sometimes dubious contributions of the fathers. Let's be honest. Most dads would be utterly lost without the guidance of our wives and our mothers. Mm-hmm, girl. I remember one day back when my son was less than a year old, when the double standard that exists between moms and dads became front and center in my mind. I had taken my sleeping son to an outside restaurant near our home. It was his nap time and it was my lunch time. As I slurped noisily at my Vietnamese noodles, my son snored calmly in his stroller. Two distinct entities, one sleeping, one slurping, just doing their own thing. In that moment, an older gentleman walked up to my table and began exalting my dadness. You are such a fine father, spending this time with your child, being an example of a good man and a good father. I wish there were more parents like yourself, son. Keep up the important work you do. This child needs you. As he effusively praised me and patted my shoulder, I sat there with a mouthful of pho noodles, still draped in an arc from my pursed lips to the upheld chopsticks in my hand. I had not been paying much attention to my son at all. In fact, he was more likely than not sleeping in a too wet diaper, which was probably overdue for a change. Still, the man continued with his enthusiastic applause of my exalted dadness and no small part of my dad ego wanted it all to be true, even though I was well aware that the praise was quite undeserved. This is a common event. How many fathers have navigated the wild aisles of a neighborhood market with their crying kids, only to be cheerfully accosted by another earnest customer with sincere admiration for that dad merely existing in public with their child? You are such a good father. A woman once declared to me at the checkout line in Safeway as one of my kids whimpered softly in the cart beside me because I would not <laughs> buy him candy. And my other child, well, my other child was missing and I realized it in that very moment. Oops. She had wandered off and accidentally followed a man with a similar build and pants like my own, eventually finding herself alone, staring at dried pasta. That's when the scream started. <laughs> Then the overhead speaker addressed the entire story. Attention! There's a lost child! There's a lost child! There's a lost child! Attention! There's a lost child in aisle 5. Uh, excuse me, I said to the woman. I need to get some pasta. Have a blessed day. And off I ran to retrieve the child I had just lost. Nice one, Dad. Even though I don't misplace my children every time I take them out in public, yeah, right. I also probably should not be praised for that fact. Countless moms go above and beyond for their kids every day, and most are given no praise at all. In fact, they often receive the short end of the stick. In our home, this burden begins where we sleep. Even though I outweigh my wife by close to 100 pounds, I often, and quite unfairly, prefer to be the baby spoon when we actually manage to cuddle. I'm the baby spoon. When our second child was born, we made the very adult-like decision to update our sleeping situation to an amazing king-sized bed. I was not used to such a spacious sleeping arrangement, 
So vast is our new bed, I often feel like I'm snoozing right on top of Iowa. Sometimes, deep into the night, I find myself performing a modified snow angel just to determine if my sleeping wife is still beside me. And more nights than not, she is not right beside me. Instead, she is literally squeezed between two small kids on the far side of the bed, like some strange human sandwich art project. My kids have been physically attached to their mom since they were both zygotes. The undisputed fact that fertilization of a human embryo <sighs> takes place inside the female rather than the male makes for an interesting and quite immediate asymmetry in parental responsibility and burden. To my knowledge, no cisgendered male has ever been pregnant, given birth, or effectively breastfed, although some might have tried. And thank God for that, because I don't think many of us would make it through the first day of pregnancy, much less the first trimester. No! With the constant discomfort, nausea, and imminent promise of a small human exiting a much smaller orifice of our body, Ow! most of us would physically, if not emotionally, abort. For men, our bodies belong to us alone. Even though I would prefer that my kids would cuddle with me a bit more than they do, I also admit the colossal burden that this constant kid closeness is upon my wife and so many other moms out there. Ironically, this inequality of child neediness feels harmful to fathers too. Every dad will relate to the strange frustration and utter sadness of standing directly in front of their child, ready to help, only to be met with a long and protracted Mama, Mama, I love Mama! Even when our kids allow us to be in charge, the time dads and moms spend with their kids is inequitable in both quantity and quality. It is a simple truth that dads have less solo time with their kids than moms do, and that the time that is spent is more fun and less work. Woo! This means, of course, that moms get more cuddly, happy, memory-building moments than dads get, but it also means that they get more than their share of all the bullshit tantruming, screaming, crying, pooping, vomiting, yelling across the house, fighting all the time obnoxious kid moments that dads do as well. That might indeed be why most moms have developed more effective methods and adept coping skills for dealing with it all. Even so, I have on occasion returned home from work, only to find my very capable wife rendered into a sad puddle of parental gobbledygook, and our two kids hanging from the ceiling like two insane clown posse monkeys. Although it is true that modern fathers are way more involved in the lives of their kids than any other time in history. It's also true that every mom's parenting time has also increased. This has resulted in a persistent and sadly predictable gap in the time moms and dads spend on parenting. It's hard to know which came first. Are most moms so damn good at momming simply because they have spent more time and concentrated effort parenting than men have? Or is there some innate quality within each woman that sprouts like some badass orchid and allows her to single-handedly maintain a household and often thrive as a professional as well. Ready, set, go! Although I've not done the research, I'm guessing that there is no special gene or nurture experience that makes a person, male or female, a more effective, present, and happy parent. To become so, one simply must show up, endure the inevitable hard moments, be appreciative of the good times, and learn from the hard mistakes, one mistake at a time. Whichever is the case, 
It makes absolutely no sense to this mom appreciating dad that we have designated just a single day of the year to celebrate all you kick-ass moms. All dads, kids, pets, and houseplants alike should be praising your wonderful existences every single morning because we all know that without you manning the helm of each family ship, the sun would surely explode and chaos would rule. The kids would be wearing the same pair of underwear three days in a row. Macaroni and cheese would become a way of life rather than just an occasional carb-loaded dinner. And everything we all hold dear would pretty much go to utter shit. So, to all you moms out there, especially to the one who lives with me and the one who raised me and two other wild boys, thank you. Thank you for all you do. You make the world go around. Mother's Day should be every goddamn day. And most nights as well. Happy Mother's Day from Nurse Papa. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. In honor of Mother's Day, I would like to give every mother out there the gift of not hearing my advice. Thank you very much. There will be no Dear Nurse Papa letter today. Let's be honest. You all know what you are doing with this parenthood thing, at least as well as I do. Probably much better. I'm just gonna shut up. I do have a special offer and a special request for all my listeners, though. Podcasts like mine depend upon the ratings and reviews of happy listeners to spread the word. Please take a moment to give your good old friend, Nurse Papa, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and a thoughtful written review. Send a screenshot of your review to david at nursepapathebook.com or better yet, post it on Instagram and tag at nursepapathebook and I will pick one lucky winner to receive a very personalized message from my incredibly cute daughter <laughs> that will be played on a future episode. Good luck. You are such a fine father. Spending this time with your child, being an example of a good man and a good father. I wish there were more parents like yourself, son. Keep up the important work you do. This child needs you. You are such a good father. You are such a good father. You are such a good father. Are you a parent struggling to do best by your child? Is there a particular quandary of parenthood that has got your goat? If so, write to Nurse Papa. Send your question to david at nursepapathebook.com and I just might feature your letter in my next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nurse Papa. Remember, Nurse Papa is also an upcoming book about my experiences as a pediatric nurse and father. For more information about the book, please visit nursepapathebook.com. Stay safe out there and keep on parenting. <laughs>